Good morning and welcome to Virtual Winthrop Day here at Eagle Air WINR. Joseph Casco and Mark Nortz here with you this morning. How good are morning, you, Mark? Good morning, good morning. I'm awake. I'm ready to do this. I'm excited. Virtual Winthrop Day. Woo! You know, ordinarily we would have the campus open to students and and parents and families, and you could come on campus and you'd get a taste of what it was like to be a student here. So since we're on lockdown, we're all quarantined, we're doing the next best thing. Absolutely, absolutely. We reached out to uh, a whole bunch of, of good folks, um, some that are graduates of Winthrop, um, some of our faculty and staff right here on campus, and um, they're going to kind of give you a little bit of their ex- Winthrop experience. So we're looking forward to that. It should be really good. Try to give you a taste of all the great things you can do, all the great places you can go. So we'll be talking to students. We'll be talking to faculty and staff. We're going to talk to a number of alumni throughout the day and try to give you a taste of what it's like to be a Winthrop Eagle. Absolutely. Um, Because one of the big things we talked about was Winthrop shows so well. There's just awesome, awesome uh, facilities we have here. And we wanted to say, hey, come and enjoy. But because of the lockdown, we couldn't do that. So we're going to take you to what they call in radio the theater of the mind. We're going to play movies for you in your head. And we're going to give you the virtual Winthrop experience. Sounds cool, doesn't it? Hmm? Keep in mind that Winthrop is still accepting admissions. If you're a freshman, if you're a transfer student, we have admissions folks working remotely. They're available to answer your questions. You can call them. The phone number is 803-323-2199. You can also email them admissions at winthrop.edu. And if that uh, went by a little too fast, all you have to do is go to the website, winthrop.edu. And there are plenty of links there to get in touch with or apply to the university. Um, Keep in mind that Winthrop is test optional for spring 2021. So that means if you haven't taken the SAT yet, that's not a big deal. Go ahead and apply anyway. Or the ACT. And we have uh, a number of events going on throughout the day. Um, Look for Winthrop on Facebook and Instagram Live. You can follow the station, Eagle Air. Um, We are at WU Eagle Air on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'll be sharing a lot of information about Mm -hmm. all the people you'll be hearing from today. So lots of ways to connect with us. And I think the most exciting part about today, Mark, the thing I'm most excited about. Tell me, Joe, tell me. Is what we're going to be building, and we're calling it a pandemic playlist. The pandemic playlist. Absolutely. Absolutely. Seems to be very popular because people, you know, during these different and really peculiar, you know, times when you think about it, um, they're turning to music to kind of like get them through this, this strange area that we don't navigate very often. And so um, as our guests come on the air, we're going to have to ask them what's on their pandemic playlist. I just feel like a lot of people are you know, turning to music, right? Uh, I mean, just like oh, you absolutely. said, and, and one of my favorite things that I've done to pass the time is watch a lot of these, I guess they're like cell phone concerts with well-known artists. Um, yep. Chris Martin from Coldplay, um, Dan for the lead singer from Bastille, uh, you know, all these at home together or alone together right. concerts. There, there was an interesting one on the other night. It was Billie Eilish. And her um, brother Phineas, 
And uh, just the two of them, and she sat on the couch with a microphone, and he had a little acoustic guitar and a keyboard. And they just went through a, a whole bunch of her songs, and they even you know dropped um, some new material, which was pretty exciting. So yeah, I, I think the artists have stepped up to like fill that void, fill that need, you know, because you you want to reach out and touch somebody, but you just can't. So moral of the story is, if you want to request a song today, we're going to be playing music throughout the day. You can send us a message on Facebook. You can uh, tweet at us with the hashtag pandemic playlist if there's something you want to hear we also want to hear from where you're listening from today tweet at us or send us a message on facebook with the hashtag eagle air live so let's get some music going here we're going to hear from amanda james director of emissions at winthrop here in a few moments and um Mark, you want to tell us what would be on your pandemic playlist? I, my favorite band, of course, is The Killers, so we're going to hear maybe a killer song that not many people have heard of first, but you get the second pick. What do we, what's the second song we're going to hear before we go to Amanda? Yeah, well, seeing, you know, I, I am a little bit older. Um, I reach back a little bit further. Um, what I've been listening to an awful lot of is, um, of course, Bruce Springsteen. Um, during this uh, this time, I guess what kind of struck with me uh, struck me was um, his album that he put out after nine eleven, the Rising, and there's a lot of songs that are very applicable to today, especially the title track, the song The Rising, which is really cool. But then I go back a little further, and there's an old REO Speedwagon song called Keep Pushing, and uh, it just keeps you know saying every day I wake a little bit higher. Um, I, you know, I keep pushing on, I keep pushing on, which I think is great. And then, of course, the classic REO Speedwagon, probably one of my favorite live songs ever, is Riding the Storm Out. And that's what I feel like we're doing. We're just riding the storm out. And, of course, you know, I do like to uh, talk to Alexa. You know, she's very, very sympathetic, and she's willing to listen. And um, she'll she'll shuffle some of today's great, you know, best songs and everything, which is a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, I'm not stuck in the 70s and 80s and, you know, 90s, but uh, I am trying to pull myself forward here in this time of need. And, yeah, my pandemic playlist is some oldies, but I'm also embracing the new music. It'll be a fun day of music and information about Winthrop. Again, winthrop.edu. If you're thinking about applying or if you've already applied and you need some help, reach out to one of our admissions counselors. You can give them a call, 803-323-2191, or email them at admissions at winthrop.edu. And don't forget to send us your requests. It's hashtag pandemic playlist. You can find the station on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's at W Eagle Air. We've got the killers coming up, and we'll hear from Amanda James in just a second. It's four wins. It's going to start the day off here on Virtual Winthrop Day. Dying, trying to keep them alive There's bodies decomposing in containers tonight And in a abandoned building where Squatters made a mural of a Mexican girl With 15 cans of spray paint and a chemical swirl She's standing in the ashes at the end of the world Four winds blowing through her hair When great Satan's gone The horror
still They're pouring over Sanskrit on the Ivy League news While shadows lengthen in the sun Cast all the school and meditation built to soften the times And hold us at the center while the spiral unwinds It's knocking over fences, crossing property lines Four winds crying till it comes And it's the sum of men slouching towards Bethlehem A heart just can't Listening to the Eagle Air broadcast of Virtual Winthrop Day. I'm Joe Casco alongside Mark Nortz, and we're joined now by Dr. Amanda James. She's Director of Admissions at Winthrop University. Amanda, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for having me, and thank you for having this broadcast. This is awesome. So tell us everything a prospective student or a parent listening right now might need to know about applying, or if you've already been accepted, what you need to do next since uh, it's virtual Winthrop Day. Right. So for our students who have um, not applied yet, uh, my first suggestion is to get on our website and apply. Um, Our application is still open. Um, We have actually extended the date that it is open. Um, Obviously, considering what's going on, uh, we are well aware that students are um, considering other options. Some are looking at actually staying closer to home than they maybe had originally thought they wanted to do for college um, even a month ago. So we have kept our um, application open. So any students, um, any student now is able to um, apply. All we need from students um, is a uh, transcript. Um, we also, a couple weeks ago, uh, went test optional. Um, so students who um, have not taken the test yet 
or who were hoping to retake the test to get a better score um, are now able to apply and get admitted to Winthrop um, without a test score. So that is an option that is in our application that they can take advantage of. Um, it usually takes us about a week to process an application once we have received all of um, the, the transcript and test scores if um, they are going to provide them, um, and they'll get a, um, an answer from us within a week. Um, for those students who have been accepted, um, congratulations. We are so excited to welcome you to the Winthrop family um, and have you be part of our wonderful Eagle community. Um, a couple important next steps is um, go ahead and register for orientation. Um, at this point, orientation one, so our first session, is already full. Um, so our sessions are filling up quickly. Um, orientation has an absolutely amazing job um, updating the program this year. Um, considering we can't have students on campus, um, the first sessions in June are going to be um, through an online platform. Students are going to be able to learn about all of the support services, the um, engagement opportunities they can get involved with on campus, um, and all of that through um, the online portal. They're also going to get advised. So students are going to be able to register for classes. They're going to meet with their academic advisor. Um, so minus the being on campus and the engaging and meeting new people, um, there still is a lot of information that students are going to gain from um, the orientation session in June. And then obviously pending CDC guidelines and if we are able to have people on campus in August, there are plans in place now to have a one-day on-campus event so that students can have that traditional orientation experience of um, you know, taking a mock class and, and engaging with their fellow future Eagles um, and then with their community, which is really exciting. So and Amanda, I guess what I'd like to know is... Um, if I go, you know, to um, my online orientation, you said it, it's a it's a digital platform. What what will the students see? What will they actually have to do when they get to that platform? Um, so they will have modules um, that they will complete. So um, each of our um, departments that is involved in orientation is creating a module. Um, it's going to include information. Um, students are going to be able to view videos and or, you know, PowerPoint presentations or um, PDFs that is just going to give them all the information that they need um, about that department. And so you also said that um, they'll be doing uh, virtual advising. So now will they actually be um, going back and forth with uh, the, the teacher who's going to be their advisor? Yes. So um, our academic advisors are working now to figure out the best way to do that, um, whether it's going to be through, you know, a number of different virtual platforms. Um, but essentially their plan is to be face-to-face -face with these students to be um, giving them guidance on, on how to build their schedule. I, I think just personally between Mark and I and, and from what I've heard from other faculty members in our department, advising is one of the things that's gone pretty well this semester as we've transitioned to remote learning. <laughs> through platforms like I've been using Google Hangouts. Some people have been using Zoom. Um, we've done a lot of stuff via Microsoft Teams. So I think advising's gone pretty well. And, and so I think if a student's listening right now, you still can get that experience via video chat. And, and I think that's really helpful to, to be able to see, hear, and connect with students that way. Um, tell us a little bit about What's all going to go on throughout the what, – what do you have planned for Virtual Winthrop Day? What can we expect throughout the day? So Virtual Winthrop Day starts with our live welcome at 10 o'clock. Um, we are inviting everybody to um, view a message from um, our admissions staff. 
from President Hind. He has a special message for our future Eagles. Um, we have Dr. Robert Prickett, um, who has created a message on behalf of faculty, and then we have two students um, who have recorded messages as well um, that they want to share with our future Eagles. We also have a one culminating message from the entire Winthrop community um, that students are going to be able to see. And then from there, they go to a web page that was actually created specifically for um, Winthrop Day, specifically for our admitted students. It gives them all the information that they need on next steps, um, what they can get involved with on campus, um, and then various other uh, bits of information that we know admitted students are interested in knowing. Yet we're going to talk to Dr. Hind here in a little bit, and we've got quite an impressive list of uh, faculty and alumni that we're going to be talking to throughout the day. Uh, we're going to talk to Steve Dillingham, the director of the U.S. Census Bureau, who went to Winthrop back in the 70s. Um, we're going to talk with Bob Crawford, a member of the Grammy-nominated Avett Brothers. Just a long list of impressive people who are associated with Winthrop. And, and that's really got to be a selling point when you hear some of the people who got their start at our school. It is, and we hear that um, quite a bit from our students uh, when they're researching, right? Because one of the things that we tell them is, figure out what job it is you want to do or what job you think it is you want to do um, and then go online and look at people who have that job, right? And they'll come back and they'll say, oh, I found, you know, so-and-so who is running, you know, this big company and they graduated from Winthrop. Like, that's what I want to be doing. Um, and being able to have those connections and make those connections um, really is helping our Winthrop students. Uh, Amanda, what, what would you say was um, probably the uh, – the hardest thing or, or the major obstacle that you that you encountered when trying to put together, uh, you know, an event like this where you would normally have students walk in and you're seeing them face to face and they're talking with faculty and staff and everything. Moving this online, I mean, what what was the biggest challenge? I think the hardest thing was trying to figure out how we were going to um, kind of provide a, a level or a sense of engagement from the viewer's perspective, right? So whether it be the student or the parent, how are we going to make them feel like they're not just getting information overload, but they are, are part of this event, right? That we hear them, we've heard them over the last few weeks, right, over the last couple months, um, and we are really talking directly to them. We are answering the questions that they have had. Um, and so I think one of the greatest things that, that has come out of this is all the help and support we've gotten from the campus community. Um, you will see on our Winthrop Day webpage that uh, just about every single one of our, you know, departments has provided a video um, that they created over the last couple weeks um, talking to directly to the students and their parents um, about how they're going to be supported, um, welcomed, and um, kind of encouraged to succeed here on campus. You're listening to the Eagle Air broadcast of Virtual Winthrop Day. We're speaking with Dr. Amanda James. She's Director of Admissions at Winthrop University. Dr. James, a, n a number of people have told us in preparing for this and, and doing some early interviews is that one of the things that that really sold them on Winthrop was visiting the campus and seeing how beautiful it was. Um, you know, certainly it's a challenge to not be able to have that experience on Winthrop Day, but I, I know that you've got a number of events coming up moving forward with trying to at least provide that in some capacity. Like there's a virtual um, campus tour, a virtual open house, um, but I know at the end of the month you have a plan for... Um, 
you know, a, a virtual roommate mixer where, you know, you might have a chance to get to know who your roommate might be or um, virtual talks with, uh, with parents. Uh, just tell us how you're going to try to recreate that campus visit experience moving forward virtually. So um, I would say in terms of the, the campus beauty um, and all of that, we, we do have our virtual tour that's online um, that people can see. We are actually working with our current students right now. They're going to be um, making videos and hosting um, Instagram and Facebook live sessions that they're going to be walking around campus. They're going to be sharing their stories about being a student on campus and what they get involved with in the different places, um, you know, the different buildings, um, the campus green, right? Um, so we're hoping that um, through those stories and through those actions um, that students are going to be able to picture themselves on the campus even though they can't actually physically be here. And then as far as our virtual events are going, um, the platforms we are using are very interactive. So parents and students are going to be able to, um, you know, ask questions as they would if they were here in person. So, you know, we're trying to find the best ways to make it seem as in-person as possible without it actually being in-person. Do you have a Winthrop story? I mean, how did you, how did you end up at Winthrop? And, and tell us about your time here. Um, I, yeah, my Winthrop story is kind of crazy. I actually, um, am born and raised in San Diego. Um, my husband's job moved us out here, um, almost exactly three years ago now. And, um, when we first moved out here, I was on the hunt. Where was I going to work? Um, what university was I going to work at? Um, and being from San Diego, I'm used to driving about an hour commute each way. So that's what I did. I just took an hour commute from my house and looked at schools in the area, um, got on with Winthrop's campus, and absolutely fell in love. Um, as students have said over and over, you get on this campus and there's just something really special about it. Um, I had a conversation with a colleague of mine um, from back home and I said, oh, I went on Winthrop University's campus and she couldn't, couldn't say enough great things about it. Her cousin actually graduated from here. So that was kind of a, a crazy link. And um, so when I, I found the job and I applied for it and I met some of the people here, I knew that this is exactly where I wanted to be and, and what I wanted to do. So being able to oversee our admissions office and work with the, the wonderful people in our office as well as across the campus has really just solidified my decision that Winthrop is a very special place that supports students um, and wants them to succeed not only um, academically but also, you know, um, spiritually and mentally and, and help them grow um, so that when they do leave, they are um, better people and, and helping to make the world a better place. I think when you walk onto the campus or drive through the campus, it, it just looks like what a college campus is supposed to look like. I mean, oh, if you absolutely. had a, a, a <clears throat> vision or would imagine what a college campus, like a place you would come, a film crew would shoot a movie about a college campus. I mean, that's, it, it's really, that's what it looks like. And I know, you know, it, maybe it sounds like hyperbole as we talk about it, but I mean, until you really see it, um, and when you've talked to so many alums who who say that, I mean, it, it's really a recurring theme, so that's really interesting. Yeah, and it was nothing like I had in California, right? This campus is nothing like I, I, I have ever experienced, and so I think that was the, the one thing for me. I'm like, there's history here, right? There are traditions here that we still do and continue to, to do to, like to this day, which I think is just absolutely amazing. Do you have a quintessential Winthrop moment, a story you might share with our listeners about you really think about that's what Winthrop means to me. 
Oh man, just one, just one moment. Um, I would say I've had a couple over the years. Um, the first one happened at Rock the Hill. It was my first year here, and um, I had um, met the director of the first year experience, Leah Kendall, and she's like, "You've got to come to Rock the Hill. You've got to check it out." And I just stood there, and I was in awe. Um, you know, Rock the Hill is is a moment where our new freshmen are welcomed right to campus and and celebrated and hyped up for athletics and, and what's going on. So I think that was the first moment that I looked around and I saw all the different people involved in this production. And it was just amazing. The second time was last Winthrop day. Um, towards the end of the day, we got all of our, um, you know, future Eagles class of 2023 together for a picture. And I just stood back and I looked and I'm like, Oh my, this is Winthrop. They were all so excited. They couldn't wait. Um, and I, and I think that was not only this is Winthrop, it's kind of like this is my passion. This is my dream. This is what I get to do every day. So, yeah, it, it is moments like that that make you take that that step back and go, yeah, I'm in the right place. This is where I need to mm-hmm. be. So, Amanda, um, you know, we've been talking to a lot of people, and and you know, because of the pandemic and having to do everything virtual, people have been doing different things to to cope and and to get through days and everything. And probably the common thread is music. So, we've been asking everybody. Um, do they have a pandemic playlist? Is there one or two songs or maybe a whole bunch of songs or a particular type of music that you listen to that um, that gets you pumped up and, and gets you excited about, well, virtual Winthrop Day? <laughs> yeah, I, um, being a 90s kid, um, I would say the first one I go to is kind of the 90s rap. Um, <laughs> so think like you're... you're Snoop Dogg and maybe Mace will throw Cisco in there. Um, But being out here, I've really um, come to love country. So that's more of what I listen to in the mornings. Um, I don't think rap is really appropriate at at 8 a.m. But yeah, I would say today's country kind of gets me hyped up too. Nice. Very nice. Is there anything else you'd like to share? Anything that a prospective student or, or their family should know as we move forward through the day, anything else that we've left out? I would just say, you know, we we are all going through this together, right? We are all trying to figure out what the best step is, next step is. Um, we all have fears. We all are anxious, you know, and I can imagine, I can only imagine the, the anxiety and, and the uncertainty that our students and parents are feeling. But I think the one thing is, is that Winthrop, you will be supported, right? Students and parents alike are going to be supported here and listened to and heard. Um, and so I think that's really important um, as students are making their decision um, of, of what their next step is going to be, where their college home is going to be. Um, you know, and I'm sure throughout the broadcast they're going to hear stories from students that, and, and alumni that, that can attest to that. Um, admissions is open. We're here. We're happy to help. We're happy to talk through things. Um, just give us a call. Amanda, thank you so much for your time. We'll look forward to talking to you maybe later in the day. Wonderful. Thank you so much. That was Dr. Amanda James, Director of Admissions here at Winthrop University. It's the Eagle Air broadcast of Virtual Winthrop Day.
Welcome everybody to the wild, wild west A state that's untouchable like Elliot Ness The track hits your eardrum like a to your chest Like a vest for your in the city of We in that sunshine state where the bomb be The state where you never find a dance floor empty And be on a mission for them Lean, mean, money-making machines, serving fiends I've been in the game for ten years, making rap tunes Ever since honeys was wearing sassoon Now it's 95 and they clock me and watch me Diamond shining, looking like a Rob Liberace It's all good, from Diego to the Bay Your city is the bomb if your city making pain Throw up a finger if you feel the same way Straight putting it down for California, yeah
Tupac and Dr. Dre with California Love for our good friend Amanda James, director of missions here at Winthrop University. I think I'm so clever, Mark, on uh, virtual Winthrop Day. She says she's from California and she loves 90s rap and so instantly I, I it think was a miracle. California Love. It was a miracle, I tell you. It just came out of the air. I could just see it, you know, like all of a sudden this bolt of lightning came in. Just this light bulb went off? Absolutely. Absolutely. That light bulb has been dim for so long. (laughs) I just... No, people don't say that as far as you know. (laughs) Joe Casco, Mark Nortz here. It's virtual Winthrop Day. We wish we could have all of you good people on campus so we could answer your questions. So we're doing the next best thing. Coming up at 10 o'clock, we'll have a special message from... Our interim president, Dr. Hind, and then at 11, we'll have an interview with Dr. Hind. He's going to join us here during the Eagle Air live broadcast of Virtual Winthrop Day. If you have a question for admissions, they're working remotely. You can give them a call, 803-323-2191. You can email them, admissions at winthrop.edu. We're playing songs and building a pandemic playlist this morning, right, Mark? Absolutely, absolutely. Again, like we were talking about earlier, people are using music to get them through this curious, very curious time that we're living in right now. And so we've been asking people, what's on your pandemic playlist? Playlist, excuse me. And um, we got a, a shout out from um, Danielle Facebook. Banks. Yeah, Danielle Banks of Columbia, SC, South Carolina. And she wanted to hear... She wants to hear Panic at the Disco. She wants to hear High Hopes. And she said she has high hopes about starting school in the fall. So, Danielle, this one's for you. We're going to send it out to you down there in Columbia. It's Virtual Winthrop Day. Send us your requests. Hashtag Pandemic Playlist. You can send us a message via Facebook. And after we hear this song for Danielle, we're going to talk to Karen Roof. She's a 1987 graduate of Winthrop University. She's a physical education teacher here in Rock Hill, South Carolina. And she has been named two times the Physical Education Teacher of the Year in the state of South Carolina. So it's virtual Winthrop Day, Eagle Air Live here, Joe Casco, Mark Nortz. We've got Panic at the Disco coming up next here on WINR, Eagle Air.
Listening to the Eagle Air broadcast of Virtual Winthrop Day, Joseph Casco alongside Mark Nortz today, and we're joined now by Karen Roof. She's a physical education teacher in the Rock Hill School District and a 1987 graduate of Winthrop University. Karen, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for having me. So first, just tell us your Winthrop story. How did you end up at Winthrop, and what was your time like here? All right, so I ended up there because I was a tennis player. And my sister actually came to Winthrop for a couple years and played tennis, and she was five years older than me. So I would come up and stay with her some in the dorms and uh, kind of got to know Winthrop. And when I graduated, um, I got a small scholarship to play win- play tennis at Winthrop for um, the Eagles. So that was fun. I, I only played for two years, and then I worked on my academics after that a little bit harder. So, um, But it was a great, great experience. So tennis really kind of brought me there along with some family. My brother graduated from Winthrop as well um, in special education. So kind of a family affair. And then you taught at Winthrop for I 22 did. years. So you really got to see how the, the campus and the university really evolved over time. What were some of the changes you've wow. noticed? Wow. Yeah, I mean, just, wow, going from uh, – being a student at Peabody Gym um, back in the day, and it was great and just such rich traditions in that PE program and, and in education overall at Winthrop was just a great experience. And to see that uh, the people who just kind of came together and then the West Center, so having the opportunity to be a student at Peabody and teach in that gym for so many years and then uh, be a, be able to teach at the West Center as well. It's just been wonderful just to see all the um, different kinds of things that uh, have evolved on that campus has been phenomenal. Do you have a favorite or a quintessential Winthrop moment that you look back on and think, you know, oh. that's really exemplary of my time there? Um, wow. I, 
you know, there's so many different experiences. I would just have to say the relationships, the professors, you know, Dr. Mickey Taylor was such a huge, had such a huge impact on me. And so having the opportunity to, to be one of her students and then, and then I go on and, and become a colleague and teach along beside her. That was just phenomenal. So I would have to say just go those relationships that I built on at Winthrop was just amazing. They they go on today. So we're all doing this remote learning thing. Uh, right. I feel like and it just is my gut feeling that maybe it's easier for guys like Mark and I who are you know, at the university level, what's it been like for you in a K through 12 situation? Right. So it has been um, surprisingly just a really neat and uh, new environment and situation for us. So um, I have a co-teacher, Emily Anderson. She teaches at another school at Cherry Park and also at India Hook with me. And we do videos every day that we send out. So we're on Facebook and we have our own school webpage. Um and we also have our own YouTube channels. So we upload our videos and send that, kind of blast that out to our students. And we have started weekly PE lessons. So this morning I was out in my yard and had a monitor set up and a laptop set up and uh, was leading all kind of exercises and some skill activity. Um, so it's definitely different um, to watch them out there, but it's kind of cool too, because you see them in their own environment. So you know, we're doing a tossing and catching lesson using a balled up pair of socks because we felt like everybody would have that. Um, so it's just trying to come up with new and innovative ideas, working on the same skills that we'd work on in our classroom. So um, so it's definitely been different, but uh, it's kind of made you dig down inside a little bit and look at a different way to do something. You have a really impressive resume. And, of course, Winthrop being known as a teaching school and, and getting your start there, Twice you've been named Physical Education Teacher of the Year in the entire state of South Carolina. Seven times you've been Teacher of the Year at your own school. You've got to tell us, what's your secret? How do you, uh, how do you accomplish so much? How have you done so well? Well, I think that obviously goes to so many different people. I can look out, you know, I look at family and, and just growing up in such a supportive environment you know, in my home life with my parents being educators and my brother and sister. And so that's a big part of it. And then going to Winthrop, where you have this strong, rich tradition in education and teacher, you know, teacher ed and, and physical education, too, and um, having those resources. You know, I constantly fell back on Dr. Ford and, and Dr. Griffin and Dr. Bob and Nikki Taylor. And just looking at all of those people, they just kind of they, they make you want to be better. And so um, loving what you do, obviously, you know, it's just such a cliche, but um, just enjoying teaching and finding the positives. And um, and then you just look at the kids' faces and they, on the elementary level, are just so excited to be active. And you just, they, you just kind of build off of that and, um, you know, trying to support other teachers too. So not, it's not just about my program, it's about the whole school. And I think that's a big part of it as well. Teaching is not just my little part of the world teaching is is bigger than that so um i you know i do feel like that's it and, and bringing a positive attitude every day i think that's just the key key element of teaching you're listening to the eagle air broadcast of virtual winthrop day joseph casco and mark nortz here with you throughout the day and we're speaking with karen roof she's a physical education teacher in the rock hill school district and a graduate of winthrop university 
a lot of people talk about and mention Winthrop as being the flagship school for education in the state. And seeing that you've done so well, had this you know great career, and got your start at Winthrop, how do you think the university helped prepare you for where you are and, and what you've done? Well, without a doubt, giving the giving us opportunities to go out into the schools and work. And so, um, though all those years ago, back in the the mid '80s, you didn't have as many opportunities as our students do today. Um, our, you know, the PE program really got you out in the schools and were able to see that this is what you wanted to do. So, um, a big part of that is for me now is giving back. So I have been a mentor for teacher candidates for 30 years now, because this is my 33rd year of teaching. So for 30 years, I have had mentors. I mean, I've had, uh, interns and that to me is just a, a strong relationship that Winthrop has with their schools, with the not just Rock Hill School District, they have the surrounding counties as well. So um, I feel like that's a huge part of the Winthrop program is the teacher ed program is, is the opportunity that their students have to get out into the schools and see the kids and be a part of it and, and teach lessons and learn from some of the best that are out there. So. Uh, I think that's a powerful part of that. I know I got a great experience out of that, and I know that I'm enjoying giving back to the university through those through that as well. As we see school districts across the country start to struggle financially and start looking at places where they might have to cut, do you think that overall, you know, just generally there's enough emphasis in the education system on things like like physical education? Right. Um, you know, I, I think that as long as they have the right people in the legislation, then I do. I think the answer is yes. Um, we know that being active is a huge part of the development of, of children and, and everybody else. And we know that when kids are active, they or when adults, too, but um, the it increases the blood flow to the brain. It increases the oxygen flow. Um, if you're active for 20 minutes, your brain is on fire after that. So children are going to do better in the classroom. And so all the research shows that the more active a child is, the better they're going to perform in the classroom. So um, that's, you know, our school is really big on that. Our district does not allow uh, taking activity away for punishment. Um, you know, they don't allow food as a reward. So we're looking at ways that, you know, we want to keep our kids healthy and um, safe as possible. So making sure that that is, um, you know, something that is involved in our environment. So that's just a great, um, you know, thing that we do for our, our kids. So I do feel like physical education has a strong place because we know that it's important for our students. What kind of advice would you have to students or just anyone in general listening right now uh, of things they should be doing to kind of stay active, not turn into a couch potato <laughs> as we're all stuck in the house a lot more than we're accustomed to? Absolutely. I think we've been extremely fortunate during this remote learning time that we've had some really, really pretty weather. Um, and so just get outside and, and walk, exercise, walk your dog, um, create new ways. I was looking today for online ways to do things. And one is to take a deck of cards and draw and write for each number a, a different activity. And so you just play with your family. You just draw a card. And if it's kings and it says 10 squats are for kings, then every time you draw a king, you have to do 10 squats. And just different and unique ways of being active 
um, our, our kids are, they love to move and they're going to find ways to be active. And I think, you know, sometimes we do need to encourage that and we need to limit the screen time um, that we have. And so um, finding ways to have them active is, is key. And I would encourage to enjoy this beautiful weather, get outside, exercise, find new ways to do it. I watched a second grader today sent me a video of her doing wall sits yesterday since it was a rainy day. So she was singing the alphabet while she was doing wall sits on the wall. Yeah, I can tell you just personally, I can report that about a week ago, I was just kind of starting to feel down and, you know, discouraged about things. And, and, and I got out and it was a sunny day and I, and I played some golf and thank goodness we're in a state where, you know, it has been deemed an essential business. And, and I came back after four or five hours, just feeling re-energized and I just felt so much better just from being outside and having a little bit of physical activity. So absolutely just the endorphins that it releases for your body, you know, to your brain and just the way that it makes you feel it's, it's totally different. And, and our kids get that. We, we talk about it a lot at school, but um, you know, they do have to be encouraged very often by the adults that they're around. So Karen Eagle Air is a music station. And so we've asked everybody about, the songs that they might be listening to. So many people have have used and turned to music as like a release and a distraction during these difficult times. So if you had to make some recommendations for the pandemic playlist that we're building today, what would be a couple songs you might mention to us? Wow. Um, I'm just a huge acoustic fan. So I love um, James Taylor, uh, Darius Rucker, Indigo Girls. So any in uh, Sarah Bareilles, any of those um, li- along those lines would be fantastic. So I usually do a shuffle, so I get lots of different songs. Those sound like some pretty good picks, and I think we might have to hear some of those awesome. coming up next. Sounds Car- great, Karen. Thank you so much for your time. I really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you, guys. It's been fantastic. I've enjoyed it. That was Karen Roof. She's a PE teacher in the Rock Hill School District, a 1987 graduate of Winthrop University, and she also taught at the school for more than 20 years. You're listening to the Eagle Air broadcast of Virtual Winthrop Day. Just yesterday morning, they let me know you were gone. Suzanne, the plans they made put an end to you. Walked out this morning and I wrote down this song. I just can't remember who to send it to. I've seen fire and I've seen rain. I've seen sunny days that I thought would never end. I've seen lonely times when I could not find a friend. But I always thought that I'd see you again Won't you look down upon me, Jesus You gotta help me make a stand You just got to see me through another day My body's aching and my time is at hand I won't make it any other way Whoa, I've seen fire and I've seen rain I've seen sunny days that I thought would never end 
But I always thought that I'd see you again My back turned towards the sun Lord knows when the cold wind blows It'll turn your head around Well, there's hours of time on the telephone line To talk about things to come Sweet dreams and flying machines In pieces on the ground Oh, I've seen fire and I've seen rain That I thought would never end I've seen lonely times When I could not find a friend But I always thought That I'd see you, baby One more time again Thought I'd see you One more time again There's just a few things Coming my way this time
That was Journey with Don't Stop Believing here on WINR Eagle Air. Joseph Casco, Mark Nortz broadcasting from Johnson Hall this morning for Virtual Winthrop Day. And we want to hear from you this morning. We're glad to be with you. We've got a, a special message from admissions and our interim president, Dr. George Hine, coming up. We're going to be watching this webinar. It's supposed to happen at about 10.05. Actually, they've even provided a countdown till live. So we're at about 4 minutes and 15 seconds away. But I want to send a shout-out to my sister, Kirsten Casco, listening down in Casey, South Carolina. She added Journey Don't Stop Believing, Don't stop believing. to her hashtag pandemic playlist. So you can reach out to us via Facebook Send us a message on the Facebook Messenger. You can uh, tweet at us, hashtag Pandemic Playlist. Also, let us know where you're listening from, hashtag Eagle Air Live. Yeah, it was pretty cool earlier when uh, we talked to Karen Roof, um, one of our uh, our graduates, distinguished graduates that we have here. And um, I, I think what – I don't know about you, Joe, but um, what struck me was she's dropping names of all these teachers that she still keeps in contact with. That you know, they made such an impression on her that um, she wanted to to still reach out to them, and she said, you know, that keeps her going. It keeps her current. Right. It, I mean, not to you know, some people always think when you talk about how t- much time has passed, you're picking on them. But I mean, she's talking about having graduated in the late '80s and still mentioning people she remembers who had an impact on her. So it really lets you know that Winthrop's a special place, and. You know, when we've talked to people, we've done, uh, you know, a handful of these interviews ahead of time to prepare for this. And Mm -hmm. a recurring theme that we've gotten from people is about relationships and having a a close tie to the people that they're interacting with on campus here. Yeah, I I guess what kind of floored me was um, how that, that theme came up over and over again, how people would say, well, if it wasn't for this teacher, if it wasn't for that teacher and um I think that's what sets Winthrop apart is that you do have faculty that they do care and um, they do keep in contact with their students. And um, it was interesting, um, like when we have homecoming and stuff, you'll run into um, some of your former students and they'll say, you know, every day I remember, you know, how you said about this or how we need to do this or we need to keep on top of this. And you're always in the back of my mind. And at first I thought it was kind of creepy. You know, that we were in the back of their minds, but apparently we made an impression in a positive way, very, very positive way, which is great. Well, we certainly talked to some MassCom folks who remember interacting with you and had lots of nice things to say about you and your your time that you spent. Absolutely. There was um, one student we talked to. We're going to we're going to talk to him later. Um, I always joke with him because he graduated. And um, after he graduated, I was teaching a summer class. And he ran in in the middle of my summer class, and he had a bunch of papers in his hand. And he goes, Professor Norris, Professor Norris, I got a job offer. He goes, I don't know what to do about the money part. What do I do? And, and I went, well, I'm, I'm kind of in the middle of something here. But uh, so I gave the class a break, and we looked at his his offer that um, that the, the, the TV station gave him. And we talked about how to go about negotiating the money and and uh, we talked about, you know, well, you need some moving expense, just little things like that. You know, and he said he didn't know. Um, but anyway, that was kind of interesting. And it is kind of funny when you talk about that because they laugh, but they said it made such an impression to think that I stopped my class. I took time out to walk through the contract offer with him. Um, and that made me feel good that he felt comfortable coming to me. That's great. 
Absolutely. Personal relationships, a big part of the, the experience here at Winthrop University. We're counting down to the live webinar with the admissions folks, and we'll bring that to you live here. It's about 30 seconds away here for Virtual Winthrop Day on Eagle Air Live. Joe Casco, Mark Nortz. If you want to check it out online, just go to the website. It's winthrop.edu. It's right there on the homepage. You just click on Join Us for Virtual Winthrop Day, and you can find this webinar if you want to watch it in your browser. There'll be a special message from our new interim president, Dr. George Hind, and we'll hear from him. We're going to talk to him at 11 o'clock. So here's the countdown, 8, 7, 6. We'll see what... Uh, what kind of information you get here this afternoon. So we'll step away and then we'll get back to the pandemic playlist here on Eagle Air Live.